Welcome to season four of My Study Journey. In previous seasons, we've heard inspiring stories from international students who have studied here at TAFE Queensland. In this eight-part podcast, we'll hear from our amazing teachers and industry partners who give us an insight into what the courses and working in industry is really like. This is Industry Insights. Today, I have Sean from ADG Engineers, who is a technical associate in civil engineering. Sean has worked in the industry for 17 years and eight years being a lecturer at TAFE Queensland. So he does have a unique insight, not only onto industry, but also into teaching and what the students are learning as well as the curriculum. So thank you very much for coming on the podcast today, Sean. I'm really looking forward to hearing your insight into industry. Thanks for having me. We first break down engineering into a professional engineering service or the actual manufacturing of things in in that engineering sense. What I'm involved in and what uh, TAFE Queensland Brisbane, the associate degree offers is more the professional engineering services. So the design, the mathematics, the science behind building something. So I work in the uh, civil engineering discipline. If you want to uh, define what civil engineering is, if you think of maybe a big high-rise building. Everything inside that building envelope would be structural engineering, mechanical engineering, building services, and then everything outside of that building envelope is civil engineering. So all of your underground pipes, your services, uh, your utilities, uh, and then all of your roadworks, pavements, earthworks to get the, the earth to the right level, that's all civil engineering. And then if you go outside of the, the property, if you like, Everything else is civil engineering, so roads, all of your major infrastructure as well. Why is civil engineering so important? (laughs) I'm probably a bit biased, but civil engineering is probably the most important. I mean, uh, if, if we want society to be able to grow and to have a sustainable future and to be uh, enjoyable and livable, we need civil engineering. So we need transport, we need to get from point A to B. Uh, so we need our roads, we need public transport infrastructure, we need rail, we need clean drinking water. So that's water reticulation. We need to have clean sanitary services. So that's our sewerage infrastructure. And more recently here in Southeast Queensland, I think we've realized how important it is to mitigate against floods and flooding. Um, and so we're in a bit of a spotlight at the moment and a lot of people are taking notice as to, to what actually happens when it does rain quite a bit. Uh, so yeah, civil engineering is absolutely critical and it has been for you know, thousands of years really. Nothing much has changed uh, from that sense. How did you get into the industry? Um, I, I did things probably the hard way. <laughs> so I went straight out of high school to university and I started with the four-year bachelor program, the Bachelor of Engineering, which allows you to be a professional engineer. When I first started that, I I studied full-time and just working casual jobs on the side and I hated it. I just couldn't really click into that full-time study mode. Um, I failed virtually every subject in that first year. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a shock Uh, and um, back then and probably a lot of 
younger people listening probably don't even know what a, a phone book was, but um, back then we had the yellow pages and the white pages. So I started A and I just started calling all these, you know, letter A and all these consultancies. I didn't get too far, actually it was virtual, so I was up to B. And they said, yeah, come in and see the team and have a look around. Um, and I said, I don't want to get paid or anything. I just want to see what you guys do and maybe I can get work later on down the track. So that actually got me into the industry before I even really got stuck into my studies. Yeah, wow. And so what that allowed me to do was, so after a few months and I sort of got my foot in the door, I ended up working an almost full-time role in the industry as a drafter. And then I changed my study load to part-time. And that sort of three quarters to full-time work and part-time study just clicked. Everything Mm -hmm. made sense. So when I was going to uni, and I was learning all this theory and all these fundamentals, I could actually see in the industry, when I'd sit down at my desk and start working on plans, I could see the connection between the theory and the practice. And from then I just loved it. So I studied, I was in the four year bachelor degree, but doing it part-time, it it prolongs it. It took a really long time for study. And so getting towards the end, I dropped back to a bachelor in engineering technology, which is a three year program because I wanted to graduate early and just start earning money and yeah. being able to you know, pay rent, maybe buy a car, you know, all, the, all the things you do as a... You know. Start adulting. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so I left as an engineering technologist with a three-year program, uh, three-year degree. And that's kind of how, yeah, basically I got into the industry. What is working in the industry like? I love it. I, I love um, just engineering in general. Probably the, the two main traits of an engineer, whether it's civil or structural or, or any discipline, is first and foremost, you're solving problems. People come to you with things that they don't know how to solve, they don't know the answer to. And so you've got to find some sort of a solution. And I think that that's quite creative. It's very challenging. And that's something that I love about it. Uh, and then the other thing is when you're working in the engineering industry, you're never alone. You're never working on a project by yourself. It's always a team effort. And that's engineers internally, but also working with architects, surveyors, scientists, environmentalists, council, property developers. It's all a big collective team effort. And that's why I really, really enjoy it. What's the pay like? Look, I wouldn't say you get into engineering for the pay. I mean, um, it's funny, sometimes after a hard week, I'll go home and I'll see some you know instagram influencers earning millions of dollars i think what am i doing <laughs> you know? um, but i think if you if you get into the industry and you focus on your passion focus on you what you really enjoy money will never be an issue and the reason why i say that is is from my own experience i've never chased money i've always chased the the challenge the project or i wanted to to work with a certain team and with that passion and enthusiasm you tend to just work a little bit harder put in a little bit more effort and what happens is people would see the result from your effort and so instead of trying to chase the money and chase a pay rise what you end up doing is just working loving what you do and like six months 12 months down the track someone will tap you on the shoulder and give you a little envelope with a pay rise or they'll pop in a, a bit of a bonus for you when you've studied you're most likely going to walk into a job where you've got that TAFE qualification you're going to get paid what you should be getting paid. If you're a drafter, say. So Which would be the first thing that you are when you finish any study? You, you could enter in, you could get a job as a drafter without any qualifications and really? just understand how to use AutoCAD. And you can learn on the job. Yeah. yeah. 
you might have a, maybe a certificate in CAD skills or, or CAD computing drafting work, uh, but it's not a, a prerequisite. Yeah. Uh, so if you were drafting, you might enter the job in at maybe 50,000 a year, and then it sort of goes up progressively. You know, if you get a, a senior role, 10 years, 15 years experience, maybe you're heading towards that sort of $80,000 mark. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's niche roles where you can get a bit more after that. If you want to step up another level from a skills perspective or qualifications, uh, you could do something like the, the TAFE's um, associate degree. Mm -hmm. And that allows you to be recognised by Engineers Australia as an engineering associate. Now the trade name um, is more like a civil designer, uh, is what people mostly be uh, referred to, or maybe a um, technician, civil technician. And so with the salary, obviously having a few more skills and a bit more qualification behind you, that salary jumps up a bit. You might have, uh, you know, entry level of around mid sixties yeah. uh, to get into the industry. That's still pretty good after doing a course for, and how long is the associate degree? The associate degree is two years full time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. You imagine going out of high school and then two yeah. years after that, and then you're sitting on a, a salary, you know, every week that pay is coming in. You don't mm. even have to think about it. It's pretty comfortable. Mm. Um, and the, the role itself is, is very enjoyable. You, you know, you're in the office, you're working on a computer, you're not out in the sun, you yeah. know, seven days a week or labor intensive work. It's quite enjoyable work. And then with a bit of experience as a, you know, as I say civil because I've got a civil background, but as a, a civil designer, you know, five to eight years experience, you'll be heading up around that sort of $80,000 sort of bracket. Uh, once you get sort of 10 to 15 years and you become what's known as a senior designer, mm -hmm. so you can run autonomously, uh, you can pick up a project and sort of, you know, go on your own and then hand it over to engineers for sign-off. Uh, you're looking at six figures and up. Wow. So it's a very good career opportunity there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you work hard and work for the right people, you will get what you deserve. Your experience in industry has kind of evolved a little bit in terms of you coming to TAFE Queensland and teaching. Can you tell me a little bit about what that's been like for you? So it, it all started uh, when my first um, beautiful daughter was born and for some reason when you become a dad I think you get this big adrenaline sort of boost. So I was quite keen to maybe work a bit more, take on a bit more. I don't know what it was, there was some maybe some um, subconscious provider instinct okay, kicking man. out. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <must> <laughs> yeah. So I was actually working, I was working at Oricon at the time at my desk and uh, the person next to me got a call from TAFE Queensland seeing if they could fill in for a, a guest lecture. They didn't feel comfortable, they didn't feel like they, they were able to do that, but I overheard the conversation. I thought, oh, what was that about? And so I ended up calling Tom Grice at TAFE Queensland Brisbane and had a bit of a chat to him. He said, oh, well, come in and, and you know, meet the team and see if you, maybe you could do a, a guest lecture. And so at the time I had a bit over 10 years experience and so um, after a quick chat, he, he thought maybe I was the right fit. So I started lecturing on a casual basis, so a couple nights a week. So that started in uh, 2014. Um, it gave me a much different sense of satisfaction than the industry itself, uh, because you're working for developers, you're trying to you know, make people money basically, you want to do it efficiently, they make profits. Sometimes it's a bit of a thankless role. 
Uh, if you do a really good job, a lot of people will say, well, that's what we're paying you to do. You know, mm -hmm. don't expect a, a round of applause. Uh, so when I went into the lecturing side of things and I started teaching students that had no idea about engineering and I could see them progress from day one where they just knew nothing. And then I could see them progress semester after semester and they were becoming so skilled and so knowledgeable. And I had a little bit of a part to do with that. It, it was an immense sense of satisfaction. And that's what got me hooked. What do you think about the associate degree course itself? Yeah, the, the associate degree is very close to my heart. During that casual lecturing stint, I actually took a sabbatical out of the industry to work full-time at TAFE. And it was a bit of a strategic move because I wanted to study as well. So I, I um, studied my master's in engineering practice. And you couldn't really study a master's degree and work full-time in the industry. It's very demanding. Uh, whereas uh, Tate Queensland offered a, a bit more flexibility around that. So while I was there uh, lecturing full-time, um, I had a lot to do with the, um, the content, the material that goes into the associate degree. I'm, again, probably a bit biased because I've had a bit of input into that program. But I think the associate degree at Southbank is one of the most effective and valuable qualifications out there in the engineering industry. The associate degree of civil engineering is widely uh, recognised within the industry in Southeast Queensland particularly. When somebody knows a graduate has done that course, they already know what they're capable of. So when you graduate, you're able to basically sit at a desk and you can run AutoCAD, you can draft, you can uh, get red pen markups off of an engineer and produce the final drawings. At day one, we don't need to train you up, you're ready to go. There's other software platforms that you'll use like 12D Model, which is a 3D civil engineering modeling software platform. Uh, and they're competent in that. So not just knowing how to push a few buttons, they can actually model roads and pads and pull it all together in this design surface. Um, and again, that's day one. You don't need to upskill them. They're already ready for that. And on the back of that, they've got all the engineering principles and theory and fundamentals as well. So yeah, great program. As someone who's done a bachelor degree as well as a master's, can you tell me what the difference is going into industry from having a bachelor degree as opposed to having the associate degree that uh, TAFE Queensland offers? So when I talk about a bachelor degree, I'll talk about the bachelor in engineering, just to be specific, and then the associate degree in civil engineering. So the associate degree has an AQF level six, a bachelor in engineering has an AQF level eight, and the Australian qualification frameworks range from level one to level 10. So level one is a certificate one and level 10 is a doctorate. So it's a nice, easy way to benchmark any of these qualifications. So I guess there's pros and cons between the two. The associate degree only takes two years to complete. The bachelor degree takes four years. Now, when you graduate with the associate degree, you have a lot of practical technical skills. So you know how to run different software platforms. You can do the calculations, but you can also produce the output, the design, the drawings, the documentation. With a bachelor in engineering, typically all universities differ, but typically you are 90, 95% of the time you're working on the theory, the fundamentals of engineering science. And so you don't get exposure to any of the software platforms. So a graduate with a Bachelor of Engineering, if they go into the office, they won't know AutoCAD, they won't know how to draft, they won't know how to model, 
um, or, or really do the design, almost they've got a bit of a disconnect between the theory and the practice. Mm. So that's one big difference that, that I've found and, and a lot of the industry recognise between the bachelor and the, the associate degree. Would you say that a good pathway would be potentially doing the associate degree and then if you wanted to go into engineering, you could work in industry for a while and then complete your bachelor whilst you're in industry? That's not the quickest way to do it, but I think that's probably one of the most effective ways to do it. So we find that if you have a student that has the associate degree, they've got the technical skills. With the associate degree, you also get credit going to other universities. You might get one and a half to two years of credit off of your bachelor degree. So it's almost a like for like. So the students, when they come in here, they're just, wow, they hit the ground running. What we found that the perfect combination would be the associate degree and then you go into the industry and you get a bit of work experience as well. And then somewhere, it might be maybe six months, a year, five years, it's up to you. But then to go back and study the bachelor degree, it kind of fills up all of your knowledge and all that theory uh, because it just takes time. And so if you have the associate degree, the bachelor degree and industry experience, you're what we usually refer to as a super engineer. You can do it all. And it, it is very hard to find those engineers as well. They're very highly sought after. Because you're a teacher at Tate Queensland, I've actually had one of your students, Laura, on the podcast twice already. She's obviously doing really amazing things. Can you tell me what it's like seeing students that you've taught personally going out into industry and absolutely succeeding. It's definitely something that really does give me that immense sense of satisfaction and, and like I have contributed. The skills that they taught me at TAFE were just the perfect skills for me to start a job in the industry. That's quite enjoyable to sort of go on that journey with them and, and hopefully share some of my experiences so they don't feel like they're alone or it's an isolated you know, incident where nobody's perfect and it is hard to study. But then to see them in the industry, it is a, a really great buzz. It, it's awesome. And um, even here at ADG, I can think of probably eight to 10 past students that are actually working within ADG across our offices. So there's a lot of really amazing engineers, engineering associates, technologists out there that have gone through those ranks. And for me to have said that I, I helped contribute, or I, I taught them maybe a few things to help them go along that journey. It's a great feeling, it is awesome. We got to talk to all the teachers, previous students that had completed the course already, and that kind of like makes you a little bit more comfortable. You just feel more welcome, you feel like more comfort. Are there any other opportunities that, or any other pathways that you can go down once you have done your associate degree? Yeah, there certainly is. I mean, the, the skills that you gain from the associate degree in civil engineering, it's not necessarily just the, you know, the civil or the structural engineering sense, but you, you're going to come across project management skills. There's surveying units, so you can actually go into the surveying industry. Uh, we focus on construction methodologies. So if you wanted to get into the project management space or even a bit of an engineering role on construction sites, you could certainly go down that avenue as well. You could work on the property development side as well. So they need, uh, when a property developer 
needs to acquire certain properties. They need engineering inputs. They need to make some pretty sound judgment on information that, that's at hand. So you're able to help them with that as well. So there's certainly a lot of avenues that you could go down. What is the industry like with jobs at the moment? It is a very unique situation that we have at the moment. COVID has a lot to do with it. Uh, so with the borders being shut, there's uh, you know fewer international students coming in and studying, which means we're gonna have fewer graduates in the near future. And right now it is extremely hard to find people, whether they're drafters, designers, engineers, it's very difficult to find people. There is definitely a, um, a shortfall in that space. Because there's not that many people out there to choose from, the salary expectations have bumped up quite a bit. So there'd be you know, maybe 15 to 20% premium added on to what a normal salary would be. Where do you see the industry in five to 10 years? Yeah, I think it's, it's so exciting to see what the industry has been like even in the past five years and how much it's progressed and looking forward as well. Digital engineering has been a big mover in the last few years and that's only going to grow more and more uh, so I think the industry as a whole is just going to adopt technology and really push the limits of what we can do with technology and you know computer processing power and it also opens up a lot of opportunities for innovation so for us to really question what we were doing in the past and how we can do things differently in southeast Queensland the Olympic Games coming up will definitely keep us busy right up until 2032, no doubt. There's going to be a huge amount of infrastructure that, that's going to be built, upgraded. But then once the Olympics is over, what we'll be left with is southeast Queensland that is very well connected from Bow Desert to Ipswich to Brisbane to the Gold Coast to the Sunshine Coast. And so that allows us to have uh, a bit of a think about what we want Southeast Queensland to look like in the future. Uh, and it gives us a huge opportunity to build off of that infrastructure as well. So we can have um, high speed transport. We might be able to improve on public transport. We could improve on decentralising from Brisbane uh, CBD as well. So we can start having these little community hubs where we could live locally, we can work locally, we can support each other's local businesses. So I think going on past 2032, there's probably another 10 years worth of work already in the pipeline. So yeah, great times ahead, I think. What is your take on how advanced engineering is in Australia in comparison globally? I think Australia is, is certainly quite advanced from, again, being civil biased, uh, from an infrastructure perspective. Our roads and our stormwater and sewer and the way that we've got everything set up is definitely quite advanced. It's quite expensive. It costs a lot to build and to design to that sort of level. Uh, but I think you can, you can see the benefits of that. I think a big part of that comes from the fact that a lot of our standards and guidelines uh, come from UK, the United Kingdom standards as well. And so it's almost like it, they've been tried and tested and then we kind of adopt as default these UK or, or even sometimes European or American standards as well. A lot of our highway design is actually based on American um, standards and guidelines. So we almost learn from others and then we've taken all the good pieces and then we put it together as a, an Australian approach, I suppose, to engineering. Do you know if the qualifications that students get in Australia 
can be transferred to overseas, like they can take it home and they can work at home? Yes, yes, they definitely can. So when you go to study a qualification, uh, my advice would be to check with Engineers Australia. EA, Engineers Australia, recognise that qualification. And that unlocks the, the door to many countries around the world. Is there anything else that you think is worthy for students who are thinking about getting into engineering to know before they take the leap and start studying? You would need to have a bit of a passion for maths, for science, understanding how things work and problem solving. I think that's probably your first hint that you might be you know, successful in the industry or you might not, it might not be the industry for you. And then I guess probably just network, you know, um, get in touch with people that are in the industry or you know, other students that maybe have started studying um, and just ask what it's like, ask for honest advice, honest feedback mm. um, and start making those networks. That's probably a good start, I would say. Thanks so much for coming on today, Sean. It's been really interesting uh, learning all about the whole scope of civil engineering, all the way from industry through to teaching and uh, student expectations. So thanks so much for coming on. Thanks so much, Catherine. Pleasure. If you've enjoyed this story and want to explore studying at TAFE Queensland, visit us at tafequeensland.edu.au. Click on the international tab at the top of the page. That's tafeqld.edu.au.